This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeff Gardner. Okay, welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have a good neighbor. His name is Greg Hood. He is with National Filtration Product Limited. Greg, how are you doing today, man? I'm very good. Good. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. Well, thanks for being on the show. We're going to dive into your business a little bit, give the listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit more in the Simcoe County area. So to start off, tell us a bit about your business, Greg. Well, it's uh, we sell air filters uh, of all types for paint booths, for air conditioning, for HVAC. And to, uh, also, we have original business. We dry clean uh, filters for powder coating, dust collection, heavy equipment, uh, all like that. Uh, nobody else does that in the neighborhood. Uh, no? Okay. Great. Shop so, in Aaron. Sorry, say that again, Greg. I, I have a shop in Aaron and a shop in uh, Burlington that makes the filters for me. And uh, you know, we're located in Barrie, but all the production and stuff is done elsewhere for Mississauga more. Okay. So do you mainly sell to businesses or do you sell to the consumer? No, I sell just to the uh, manufacturers or distributors. Manufacturers or distributors. And where is your main um, where is your main demographic of clients? Like, did you just say uh, it was Mississauga? Okay, it all started up around uh, Etobicoke, Toronto. Then we expanded out to Mississauga, Concord, Burlington, Hamilton, uh, Barrie, uh, basically everything in between. About 100 miles in a radius of Toronto. Okay, great, man. Well, tell tell the listeners about your journey, Greg. How, why did you get into this business? Well, I was, into, I was doing sales, and I was working for a filter company in uh, Brampton. And then they got bought up. And then it was they brought in a headhunter who was trying to build up the, the uh, price of the building or price of the uh, business. So they, they basically got everybody, terminated everybody. And uh, I looked around for another job and I went, nah, I just saw, I opened my own company and went up against the guys who uh, terminated me. And um, I've been doing that for like 20 years ever since. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I love meeting people. I mean, sales in the 70s and 80s were easy. People would say, come on in, have a coffee, enjoy yourself. Yeah. And it was always a lot of fun. As long as you were interesting, they liked to talk to you. Yeah. Nowadays, nobody wants to talk to you. They just want to do email, send you pictures, which is good. Saves a lot of money. And I, I, I run basically everything by email now. Yeah, no, I, I understand that feeling. That's one of the reasons why we do this is to, to connect with the person a bit more as uh, to try to get it more like that feel of, that you had in the 70s and 80s. Greg, tell us tell us about any, I was in the HVAC business myself, although very different from you. I worked with the residential homes. So we did um, uh, furnaces, ACs, HEPA filters, things like that. A little bit of difference. But um, can you tell us about any myths, misconceptions you hear about your products, your service, your industries? that maybe your potential clients would know about but aren't quite true? Any myths or misconceptions about your products and services in the industry? 
Well, I can't think of much except where the in the dry cleaning field of cleaning dry cleaning the filters, everybody used to water wash these things uh, in the past, and that destroyed the resin that held the filter together, and it destroyed uh, a lot of a lot of the paper that the filters are made from. Uh, now with with this dry cleaning method, we can bypass all that, and uh, the filter is never deteriorated by the cleaning process. And with this cleaning process also, we save the environment because now people are not just taking out their filters and throwing them into a landfill sites. They're actually um, reusing them. We're, we're dry cleaning them, bring them back at 99% of the original spec, and they can use them again and again and again. So we're helping the government or helping the environment by saving the landfill sites from the dismissal, the disposal of all these filters. And we're making money and we're saving a fortune to all our customers. Well, that that's a win. So environmentally conscious and the products are lasting longer. That's what that's you're correct. saying. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. awesome. I love it, Greg. Couple couple personal questions outside of the business. These are the ones that I tend to like the most. What do you do? Okay. For, what do you do for fun when you're not when you're not working, Greg? I know you were just telling me about a vacation coming up. But what do you do for fun when you're not working? Well, I mean, I spend the winter in, uh, like, I'm, this year I'm going to Dominican Republic tomorrow. Awesome. And, of course, I keep I keep working on my computer and handling sales and arranging invoicing and uh, distribution and things like that. But uh, I really love music a lot. I have another business on the side um, trying, to trying to produce uh, original music from uh, people who don't have any kind of uh, a site to uh, – send them out on and unfortunately I use a couple places myself and I sold like 500 songs I got paid four dollars because they gave you point zero 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 three percent of sales so that mean I offered like 50 percent um, commission I'll split whatever we make with the guy directly so I'm just trying to save them money and have fun I mean I love music man I like to go out and record. I like to go play. I just like to have fun. I go beers as well. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what kind of instruments you play, Greg? I used to play bass. Then I had a stroke, and my left hand didn't know what to do anymore. So now I just sing. So I'm taking it. What I take, getting people to get, write me some music, and then I'll I'll create the lyrics and sing to it. Great. I'm sorry to hear about your stroke. I do love the fact that you kept going though and found a way to adapt to it. I think that's great. And that, that leads me into my next question, which we may have already heard uh, the story, but um, what can you describe like a, a life challenge or a hardship that you were faced with that you were able to raise above and helped make you better, stronger when you look back at it in hindsight? Well, I think I just said that. Yeah. I had a stroke, and then I came back and just worked around it, gave up playing my bass, and just got other people to do the music part, and that that made it a lot more fun for my life, so I could still go out and jam and enjoy hanging out with the boys and playing music. Um, but the, the stroke and the heart attack were the biggest things for me. I was in the hospital for almost two months getting wow. rehab because my, my whole life, I was like, I was not attractive, man. My mouth's hanging down here, and they helped me rebuild everything. And thank God the people at Newmarket Hospital 
They are really good people, and they they could do a lot to save our heart attack victims. And um, the girls there were incredible. They treated me really nice. The only part I really didn't like was when they kept on waking you up to take your sleeping pill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wake up. God, leave you sleeping now. This <laughs> your sleeping pill is right here. Well, why do you have to wake me up to do that? Yeah. How long ago was that, Greg? Uh, 2011, I believe, or 12. I'm not sure. And not to get too deep here, but I imagine some of the listeners uh, have maybe dealt with family members that have had strokes or heart attacks or themselves have had strokes or heart attacks. Any learning lessons that you found during that process that maybe could help them, that helped you? Any advice to pass on? Well, if you have good friends, they help. Uh, Yeah. Like every person I've known that's had a heart attack says they'll just start crying for no reason. Uh, and these are manly men and stuff, you know. Um, but if you can talk to somebody and they just snap you out of that, it's just something that happens to you. Um, it's very interesting, but it's depressing as hell. I just be watch some silly show and all of a sudden you start crying for no reason. Just because... I think it's just because you 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 were all that close to death, and then also you come back and go, "Wow, look how beautiful these trees are! Look how beautiful everything is!" You really appreciate everything you got, and then you realize that health is the most important thing in life, more than money, more than uh, your friends, more than everything. Your health is the best. Well, I love that. My uh, my education was in health, fitness, nutrition, and sleep. So I'm a big advocate of health and. Um, it's interesting. Some of the mentors I've had, actually pretty much all of them I've had, I haven't had a major health scare like that, but they, they um, challenged me to think in ways that if tomorrow was your last day or, you know, if you're, if you knew when it was coming, how would you adapt to your life? The goals that I have right now, would they be as important to me? Maybe not. You know, it, it seems like a very powerful um, thought experiment to, to think of it in that way as you you would drastically change your lifestyle in many cases like you did. You said health is important, family is important, and the trees are more beautiful. And it seems like you became more um, almost grateful for life afterwards. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. So I think that's a beautiful story. And I think one many people have experienced, but uh, a reminder that needs to continue to be repeated we, we get the most out of our life. So what's back to business. What's one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business compared to others? Well, again, it would be the dry cleaning, which we do mm-hmm. that not very many people ought to do um, it, because it saves the environment, saves us. And we both, you save a lot of money. I, I make some money and everything's good. It's a positive thing. Um, that's just the main thing about my business is the dry uh, is like a me too type of thing. Yes, we sell HVAC filters. Yes, we sell paint booth filters. We're going to help you. You need help. Your booth not working. Call me. I'll come out, take a look at it. Say, oh, well, you're running using the wrong type of filters, or if you're having maybe you're using not as good of filters or way too good of filters. Maybe you're wasting money by buying, having too good of filters that you don't need. Or the opposite way, but uh, I'm always willing to come out and help somebody and talk to them and try to give them the best service we can. When you're a little guy, you gotta try harder. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I love that, Greg. Give me an example of. Um, uh, so you said manufacturers and distributors. So are you talking some of your customers maybe like uh, factories, maybe automotive plants, things like that? Like you're talking big industrial yes. filters? Yeah. Okay. Cement companies, um, sandblasters, basically anything that ha that causes a lot of stuff to go into the air that you need to take out of. Because all filters do is they take the bad things out of the air. So we protect you from the environment. We also protect the environment from you. <laughs> yes, I love that line. I thought you were going to say that. That's a really good slogan. We protect you from the environment and the environment from you. That's great, man. Yeah. It was well, my mentor slogan. So. That's your main slogan? Oh, I love it. Uh, mentors. I oh, mentors slogan. Yeah. No, it's a good one. It's a good one. Well, Greg, how can listeners learn more about you, contact you, stop by your shop? Like, yeah. what's the best way to get a hold of you? The thing is, uh, just email me at ghoodnfp at gmail.com or look up nationalfiltrationproducts.com. Okay, so that was nationalfiltrationproducts.com. Yes. And then the email again? Uh, the email is ghood, so G-H-O-O-D-N-F-P for National Filtration Product. Yeah. at gmail.com okay so g-h-o-o-d-n-f-p at gmail.com and you got a That's phone right. number 705-812-2212 all right greg well it was a pleasure meeting with you thanks for having us on uh thanks for coming on the show not having us thanks for coming on the show i wish you the best of time at uh dominican republic and it was a pleasure chatting with you you too jeff i really enjoyed this okay it was fun Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Neighbors. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpmidhurst.com. That's gnpmidhurst.com. Or call 705-413-3775.